Guess what is going on here? What is going on here? Any guesses? A fire alarm. Well, no, but lots of red. Uh, Christmas. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what? They're you guys decorating. started Christmas? No, not that I, no, no music, oh but. Oh my gosh, you scared the poop out of me. The studio is really decorated. <laughs> so you guys are already decorated. Yeah. Wow. It's happening. Any green? Any green or just red? A little bit of green. The tree is green, but uh, wow. lots of red, lots of snowflakes. and um, right. So you have a Christmas tree up. Well, not exactly the tree, but the studio. They've got the big warm thing with the warm tree, you know, the logo in Michaela's shirt says Christmas Elf. It's crazy. <laughs> but you're not playing the music. Not yet. Although on warm1069.com, you have the option of listening to Christmas music. Yes, on the webpage, warm1069.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but promise me, Anna, if they play it while I'm gone, you must, must text me. <laughs> I, I, I think we'll FaceTime during that time. Yeah. <laughs> so you can experience it with me. They should make you the honorary switch thrower. You're so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I see, and that's the thing. I don't. I can't tell if you're excited or scared. Yeah, I. I don't know. I. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> it's. I just went and bought Halloween candy today. <laughs> Come in. Right. Uh, I, my right. brain is going. Yeah, no, I can't do this. <laughs> like when you said it, it was almost more eerie than it was exciting. <laughs> Guess what's happening? Right, exactly. Scary. Not a haunted it house. Like it was like the FBI was coming in and tossing the place. <laughs> well, there's that too, but. <laughs> and then you said there was a lot of red. I'm like, okay, that's what they color the map when there's coronavirus, uh, oh. you know, <laughs> right. surging. And right. it's less red when it's, you right. know, we're at stable or moderate conditions. Right. I could <laughs> see where you guys would be very confused. Yeah. <laughs> or there was some kind of political rally going on. That's also a change sometimes. <laughs> well, I swear this is the Halloween edition of Listen <laughs> or not. I, I even had, see, I don't even think this is appropriate anymore because we already went Christmas, but I gave you guys Halloween names today. Oh, yes, tell us. Yeah, like Life Coach Lori. Mm-hmm. Today you are. <laughs> today you're a Life Coach Leatherface. <laughs> <laughs> can you tell me what movie that character is from, guys? I can. Uh, but I'm going to let Lord guess. Uh, me, um, I, I have no idea. So you just thought I'm just calling you love Yeah, just I thought. <laughs> no, no, Lori. She's saying when she thinks of you, she thinks of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh! <laughs> and you have a book called? Did not see that coming. And a podcast called? Enough. And Lori, uh, this week's episode speaks to the overthinkers, doesn't it? It sure does. <laughs> and that, and uh, that wouldn't be you, would it, Anna? Would it relate to me? Would it? At first, I thought it would. Oh. <laughs> it, is, it, is that why you made that the episodes? Because you thought of me? No, no. But whenever you bring it up, I'm like, hmm, I wonder what she's thinking. <laughs> I, you know, I, I was going to say, maybe she made that episode for me. <laughs> then I thought, no, she made it because of Chidi from The Good Place. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but was it about me? <laughs> no. Wow, just this very conversation is overthinking, Anna. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> hey, send um, point. 
I do have a, can I play a clip? Are you okay with that? Mm-hmm. In this part, you talk about how sometimes making a choice for overthinkers, you get sort of a paralysis in the moment of choosing. And then you talk about if it turns out you made the right choice, that's great. But if you made a choice that you didn't get like optimal results, that's okay too. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work, don't beat yourself up. It doesn't mean you made a wrong decision. It's giving you the opportunity to course correct. Maybe it was a step you needed to take to get out of paralysis. And now you're just going to course correct a little and learn and grow. It is a habit to overthink. And on the same way, I often will, will listen to Lori's Enough podcast, which I love, and think, oh, God, she wrote that about me this time, didn't she? <laughs> but I, it, what makes me feel better, Anna, is that that makes me realize that the things that you and I struggle with are universal. And Lori is saying <laughs> them not just because you and I need to hear them, but because a lot of people need to hear them. Exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, Claire, who rides with Fitz in the morning today, you are Claire Witch Project. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm, I'm scared to close my eyes. I'm scared to open them. We're going to die. <laughs> you know, when, when uh, that came out in theaters, my friend Kat, uh, it was her idea to watch it. Uh, so I didn't really know the premise of it, but she tricked me and said, this is uh, this was filmed and it was a, it was like a true document of these uh, of right. these kids so she made me think it was all truly happening and it scared the scared the poop out of me it was kind of ahead of its time because that was its whole marketing campaign was it was a found footage movie and everybody bought that hook line and sinker that this was actual documentary footage that was found and they so you're not alone anna they they did a great job selling it to you that way wow so it wasn't just her she wasn't trying to trick me she was tricked as well she might have believed it herself (laughs) oh yeah yeah i knew all along (laughs) fun fact i've never actually i've seen part of it but I couldn't go see it in the movie theater because this is so stupid. But I get really bad motion sickness when cameras shake. And I'm yeah. like, if that's going to be a two-hour movie of nothing but shaky camera, I'll just hurl <laughs> through it. So I never actually saw it, the whole thing. <laughs> you, you need, instead of popcorn, you need like yes. one of those airplane bags. Right? <laughs> I would have I emptied the popcorn and used the bucket. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so what's your scary Halloween name, Anna? Did you give yourself one? Uh, I was going to do Anna D. Clown. <laughs> Anna, don't play that. But then that's not from a scary movie. So I decided Anna D. Lecter. Oh, said, silence of the lamb. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Ooh. Same amount of syllables, Lecter. Lecter. <laughs> and a Lecter. So he gave us disturbing names from equally disturbing movies. Love it. <laughs> well, what is on your mind, you two? It's, it's been quite a week here at the old Claire Ranch. Something really great happened and, and something really not great happened, both of them to my partner. Uh-oh. Um, what? Poor Sharon. So, <laughs> yeah, poor Sharon. So first I'll start with the not-so-great thing, which... It's funny, but it's not funny. Oh. Is that she she uh, took a spill in the house and she hurt her ankle really bad, like really, 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 really bad. Oh, okay. oh no! And it's not broken. We had an X-ray. It's just it's just terribly sprained. And it's not the first time that she's done this. She is a really great partner. Like she is a terrific person to live with, and we've lived with uh, together a long time. Yeah. But she's a terrible patient. <laughs> oh. And and you you think like. It's not that you hurt yourself a lot, but you think over the years as you get older, you know, things happen that, you, you, you know, you learn a thing or two. And I don't even think that she's a bad patient. I think she's just stubborn when it comes to me. And so 
she's like, well, should I take a leave? Yeah, you should take two. No, it says on the bottle only take one. I'm like, no, when I hurt myself, I always take two at a time. Didn't believe me, takes one at a time. We go to the doctor. The doctor's like, oh, yeah, you should take two. <laughs> she's, I had to convince her to put ice on it, right? And, like, I have to remind her, like, every hour or two couple of hours to put ice on it. And then I'm like, you should really elevate that. So she's laying in bed, and she's got her, her leg up. And I'm like, it should be up higher than that. Totally blows me off. We go to the doctor. The doctor's like, well, you know, you should really elevate it. Because you have to put it down. I'm just like, like, what am I, chopped liver? You know? <laughs> I'm taking basic first aid. Like, I, I actually know what I'm talking about here, you know? Uh, but I feel so bad for her, though, because she's really, she's very active. She's always up and down the stairs and doing a lot of stuff, and she's an artist, and she's setting up the studio in the garage, and she's she's trying to get all the stuff done, and I felt so bad for her. Plus, she's in pain and all that stuff. It's much, much better now. But okay. then something really great happened, which is for the first time since COVID hit in, well, I guess really February, March for her, she got a job. <gasps> In her field, like just this week, last week she had an interview, she had to go through a couple of different steps, and she got the job, and it's right in her wheelhouse, and I'm so happy for her. Like, I'm happy for us because of income, but I'm mostly just happy for her because she just, she needed to be reminded that, yes, you have a tremendous amount to contribute to your field, and Mm. it feels like we've all been stagnant for six or eight months, and I think it's really easy to get down on yourself and not so much, you know, sort of forget the pandemic aspect and think more about, am I ever going to get to move forward again in my life? Right. And she's been very busy. She put up, a, she started a new business. She put up a website. She's done all this stuff. She's certainly not been stagnant in the house, but I think in the back of her mind, there's always that, you know, does anybody want you for something, right? Right. Um, right. Oh God, I'm just so happy for her that that, that that came through and she's going to enjoy it. Like, I think it's going to be a really, really great gig for her. So oh. cheers to my wife, Sharon, for struggling through Kimpin around the house. Oh. <laughs> and struggling through yeah. COVID quarantine and, and moving on, you know? Wow. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. To her. And there is something to feeling that value Mm-hmm. You know, getting that back, COVID really has made us feel just so many emotions. And this is so nice. Give her congratulations from the both of us. I both. will. I will. Yes. I will and especially because she has to put together this whole syllabus. So she's going to be like buried in her computer. But that's OK. I'm glad. She's yeah. <laughs> well, and especially right now, you know, who's hiring is the essential services. And so to right. get a, field, a job in a field that she loves is Awesome. Yes, you're you're exactly right. And I think in this case, yeah. it's in the academic field. And it can be like this aspect of it can be done online. I'm, I'm saying Zoom because that's, you know, like the same idea. It's not she's not using Zoom software. But right now, it's something that can be done in an online setting one on one with students. But ultimately, it's going to be an in person job like the idea. Is, it, and it just by coincidence happens to be in our neighborhood. That's totally coincidental. Well, not our neighborhood, but our city. So um, it will be really easy for her to get to when COVID's over and she can have that human contact again. But I think with the academic world, you know, you're talking about essential services, but I think that, you know, because especially at the college level, there's so much that they can do online that that's starting to pick back up. Like as frustrating as it is for elementary and high school students, (laughs) I think college students are are really starting to get back in the swing of things because so much can be done uh, on a webcam. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Especially now that's the new normal, college kids ought to uh, start getting on board if they're not already, and they probably have been, but yeah, now more so than ever. 
I feel for them too. The same thing with the socialization. Like I have a niece who lives in Atlanta. She goes to college in a, a small school in um, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And she has a, a an immune system issue, and so she opted not to go in person back to Pennsylvania this semester and is, is doing all her classes from home. She's doing great. She is thriving academically, but she really misses her friends. So even when you get into college, you, you still have that socialization. You know, she's living in her parents' house, which she isn't. She loves her parents, but, you know, who wants to be there when you could be at college? Right. Um, but I do think that, that more than eight-year-olds, college students are able to... <laughs> To buck up and, and take their classes and, and not have to be babysat. Literally. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can't even imagine my first year in college, I was living with my parents. It was uh, more of a local, um, a smaller college. And I I got to a point by freshman year that I really wanted to go to a university, a big humongous one. But it was more to <laughs> pretty much get away from my parents, you know. I, it wouldn't have been possible if COVID had happened. I probably would have been staying at the original private college. and. Mm-hmm. I mean, not not that everybody that goes to college wants to get away from their parents, but, you know, sometimes there's that nice, I'm about to be independent and I'm, is, I have to figure things out for myself kind of thing. I, I don't know if that aspect is uh, is there anymore for, for some of the college kids. Yeah, I mean, it's it sort does, of a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It does seem different. You're right. I, I, I seem to know more kids know of more kids right now that aren't in a particular hurry to, to get out of the house. I couldn't wait to get out of the house. Mm, me too. I love my parents. I had great parents. <laughs> but somehow I bought into this notion that, you know, go away to a different city, to a different place, make your way in the world. Mm-hmm. I couldn't wait to go do that. Me too. <laughs> you know, maybe it's a maybe it was the generation or the era that we were, you know, when we were growing up, you know, maybe, maybe you know, we had party <laughs> schools and yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, um, I, I don't think my kids are in a hurry to leave the house or anything like that um, because we're great parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, there's that. You know, um, but I'm even thinking ahead, like next year or in a couple years or four years from now. I don't know. I don't know if uh, they would be like really in, in all that much of a hurry to get out of the house. You mean colored by this past year or just in general? Uh, just in general, actually. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just had this moment, remember, this is a little off topic, but it just struck me as funny. The other thing I couldn't wait to do was drive. Like, I remember yes. at 15, I was like, can I, when can I get my learner's permit? When can I learn how to drive? And there was a, uh, uh, several years ago when I lived in Southern California, uh, Sharon had a college uh, professor that was one of her colleagues who um, had a son who was like 17, I think, and, and had never learned how to drive. And his father didn't drive because he grew up in Boston and he just, you didn't need to drive. And his, his wife, this kid's mother, just drove them everywhere like she was the family chauffeur. And one night, this kid, handsome, really sweet kid, he asked a girl on a date and he just assumed his parents would drive him on the date. And they were busy. There was some event they had to go to. So they asked us to drive him. So Sharon and I took this 17-year-old kid who's the nicest kid and we and we took him on his date and we, we picked up the girl and, and the two of them are sitting in the back seat and we took him to a restaurant and we went to another restaurant and we dropped him off and we dropped the girl and, and as soon as it was over, he looked at us and he said, boy, 
I really do need to learn how to drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got you got a couple of forty year old lesbians that are driving <laughs> you and your friend around. <laughs> it might be might be time to get off your duff. <laughs> well, you know, maybe that's a thing that changes them. Like my son, he does not feel like he's in a hurry to, and I don't know if it's because. Now we have Uber, you yeah. know, right? right. If they really right. want to go somewhere, or right. we, and of course, like here in here in our city, we have like I think one of the best transportation systems, you know. Yes. So it's easy to get around uh, and easy to transfer to stuff. But uh, like, I think I learned from like the Mindy Project of all things, because um, <laughs> you love uh, her so much. I do love I it know. so much. And um, but one of the characters, because of in New York, uh, he didn't learn how to drive until he was 26. Because wow, in New yeah. York, they don't have to. Because right. if you're going to own a car, it's going to be way too expensive. And everybody got around by subway or walking or taxi, maybe. Uh, and I guess that really is a thing. Like my husband said that that was actually a thing that a lot of New Yorkers don't have to drive. Yeah. Right. They don't learn right. how to drive. Well, and now in Seattle, there's a lot of people that just don't bother to drive because parking is too hard and a lot of them are yes. working from home. And my friend has two daughters that live in downtown Seattle and they're like, we don't want a car. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, yeah. 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 And then insurance. Oh, yes. Right. Oof. And then car tabs. Right. <laughs> And there's that, yes. <laughs> and then we have to have enhanced driver's license. Okay, I'll stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's not to drive, that's to fly. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But we have to drive around with these things. <laughs> my my girlfriend, her husband is, he must be 75 or maybe 78. He took a flight. He had to go be with their daughter. She had a tragedy happen. And he goes to the airport and she's, she's like, uh, why don't you take your passport? He's like, I'm not going out of the country. And she's like, yeah, but there's a new thing. And his brain couldn't comprehend that things could possibly yeah. be different, you know. And so she brought the passport in her purse just in case because he's like, oh, I'm good, you know. <laughs> things change. Well, in my day. That's right. Back Back in the day. Well, we have so much going on, and one of them is next week is Election Week. But I found this. Some of you might remember Bruce Murdoch, Murdoch in the Morning. Anyway, he is on a local station here now in the little town I live in, and he posts the most hilarious things. So this one was, vote for Rick Astley. He will <laughs> never give you up, never let you down, never run around, never desert you. He will never make you cry, never say goodbye, never tell a lie, and never hurt you. <laughs> I could actually hear the song when you were saying, all right. <laughs> so I posted it. Each a, one of those are checkmarked, aren't they? They like, are, and I put it on our Facebook what? page for Listen and Learn or Not. <laughs> Oh, man. So, Anna, speaking of voting, people responded to what Claire had brought up. You and Claire had talked about taking the last name uh, when you get married. Oh, so, right. This came up This came up last week on the show about right. who, who, who do or do not take their husband's last name. Yeah. I could not even stop thinking about it because it just, uh, it felt like, it felt like things were going backwards. And and I'm not even just talking about what you had observed, Claire, from people calling. Many were women who said that they believed when women get married, they're the property of the husband and should take the man's name when they get married. And again, I'm sorry for circling back to this, but yeah. No, I, I'm I just, glad you are. So it, 
I, I wanted to circle back because uh, on that same sort of thing, I feel like now, even since that conversation, I'm seeing a lot of this mentality, the same mentality, like in the news, on social media, and sort of mm-hmm. decisions made <laughs> being made in our country. Suddenly, after years of women having conversations about how to be empowered, and uh, after movements happened so women would have opportunities and more freedoms and rights, and even after the Me Too movement, you know, I, I feel like suddenly people are looking back and thinking let's put women back a hundred years again and I don't know if it's just me we had months ago had gotten done with watching The Handmaid's Tale Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if either of you have seen that but it's pretty much a society where Mm -hmm. women um, don't have rights Um, certain women certain certain women women in a certain town but Mm -hmm. it was a town that was made secret uh, so that the rest of the world wouldn't, you know, know it's there because, of course, you know, there's, you know, it just looks bad. But mm-hmm. uh, to know that it was is there, if I remember, again, it had been months ago. But I, I just thought, you know, when you watch that show, Claire, didn't you think, oh, there's no way that could happen? Yeah, you know, actually, it's interesting, Anna, because it's been, I think they just, season three, I think maybe season four is coming out. What? I didn't and know that. I think that as soon as I was watching it, I felt like it was already happening not not literally oh. not literally happening mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but that a lot of the mentality behind it was was already happening so yeah oh, i think it's interesting wow. and, and there are people there are um let's just call them current newsmakers who kind of subscribe to similar beliefs to some of the more extreme elements <laughs> on that show and it is it is interesting to think about and i think it's a you know there's a there's a backlash i think you know in terms of what you and i were talking about with the name change and whether or not women should change their name and and you know kind of traditional values i think what's happened is and and this is kind of the sense that i got from listeners um on fits in the morning who were calling is that there are there are many women who they're you know their life is 150% fulfilled by raising their family, right? Mm -hmm. Their family, their children, their education, making a home, and there is nothing in the world wrong with that. I think that is incredibly wonderful. But I think that over the last 30 years, they have felt that they've been seen as second-class citizens because there are women who choose to go to the workplace. And I think what we're kind of feeling in the traditionalism is a backlash from people saying, you know, now you're making it sound like if I don't go out and become a lawyer, then I'm a failure. Oh. And and I, th- I think that's what's happening is, you know, that the name change thing is like, you know, okay, I'm an independent woman and I can do this and I can have a job and I can have kids and I can do all of this stuff. But there's nothing wrong with not doing any of that. And I think that's what it is, is, is that they maybe felt that they were being attacked or looked down upon for... Mm for not doing anything, quote, more than raising children, which, you know what? I didn't raise children because I wasn't made for it, you know? Right, like, I, right. I, I would never even deem to pretend that I could raise children because I just, I don't have the mentality, I don't have the physical body. For, like, it's just not something that I knew was going to be, like, a thing that I could do. I knew I had other things to offer the world in a different way. Mm-hmm. And so, Anna, I think that's what's happening is, is we're seeing a, that, you know, kind of backlash coming up. What do you think? Wow. Yeah, I, you know, I, I didn't think of it that way. And that's a really very good point. I guess what I am having issue with lately, as of this week, is that, <laughs> not to name names, but... Um, but rhymes with... <laughs> 
there's a leader <laughs> that said something about um, your husbands want to go back to work. Uh, and really made sure that they were only talking about husbands. Wow! And then um, we don't want we don't want especially a female, um, which had been said this very week. So you know, so when there's an attack on on that side of it, put that together with what we had observed last week, and then just mm-hmm. some of the things I'm seeing in social media and some of the, you know, like you said, some news people that are choosing this mentality. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I guess I just thought we weren't there anymore, or we had grown up most of our lives just, right. just believing, you know, certain things like, yeah, the red flag if somebody says a woman should be this, or a man should be this, you know, I don't know, just things that that devalue women, I guess. Well, they're or, called microaggressions. Yes. They're, like, micro- they're called aggressions? Yeah, uh-huh. they're called microaggressions. They're little snide remarks to put the people down. And it, it happens with uh, racism. It happens with people of color. It happens with women all the time. Mm. And it's a way mm. of saying we don't value you in a way and that leaves you a little bit confused where you're like, oh, what what just happened there? Yeah. Right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. I just happened and to hear that on a podcast on my way in. So, <laughs> oh, microaggressions. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. So, so you know, when you put labels on women or expectations and stuff like that, then this will happen to men too. I mean, it, like, okay, if you know a woman who is not this, then you should cancel that woman, and that will go for men too. If you're not a man enough, they'll say, then we don't value you either. And then certain other stigmas come back. So when is it man enough or a woman enough for a certain people, they'll become devalued for it. And then it goes to got a mental health issue. What, you're not man enough to handle your brain or your child has Rett syndrome? What, mm-hmm. you're not woman enough to birth a healthy child? You, you oh, know what I mean? It, yes. it all goes down. It, it'll it'll trickle to so many different areas. And, and I don't know why. I don't know. I, I just feel like why, why aren't we being more thoughtful than than this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've definitely moved through in the last several years. We we've moved from we're we're politically correct to oh, I'm tired of political correctness to just straight up meanness. Like just mean. Yeah. Like people are mean. Elected officials are mean. People on Facebook and Twitter yeah. are mean, and Very they're mean. mean to celebrities. They're mean to I. And it's okay. It's like suddenly there's like this license for nastiness out there. Mm-hmm. And um, I I agree with you. It's just. How did we let that happen? Is it, right. is it just a backlash because we were tired of being politically correct? Or I feel like we swung way further than we needed to. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, yeah, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know <laughs> what that is. Sorry. Um, I, 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 Edit that out. <laughs> that was so cute. To change the subject. <laughs> I might keep that on the podcast. I saw that over here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it shook the windows a little. The actual drops. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I I agree. It feels like we're going backwards in every sense of the word. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not the only one. No. No. Everything has just gotten very, very mean spirited Mm -hmm. and frankly immature. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm like sitting here, today on my podcast, I'm going to tell you all you're behaving like children. You know? But that's how it feels. It feels like the world's being controlled by like fifth graders. And I'm really sorry that if I've offended any fifth graders by saying that. Well, yeah. Well, and here's the thing whatever faith you come from, the whole thing is that we are here to love and be loved. And love is not happening right now. No. 
Not at all. And it breaks my heart because I think that we can agree to disagree and love, but that doesn't seem like a possibility anymore. It used to be, you be this, I'll be that, and let's love each other and have a good debate, but we'll come back loving each other. That's not happening. I know. Let me tell you something else in looking at research and different like media, straight up media and social media. People are like, why don't you tell more positive stories? Why don't you do more? And you know what? The negative stuff just gets more attention than the positive stuff. It Mm -hmm. just happens that way. It's terrible. Mm -hmm. We try to do positive stories, but Mm -hmm. the reaction to the negative stories is so much bigger. You know, people are, I'm not saying they're craving the negative, but that desire to pounce. Yeah. But Fitz, the one thing I love about working with Fitz on Fitz in the Morning is we have a segment called The Good Stuff. It's not just that. I mean, he, that, you know, every day he goes out of his way to find some really positive thing. But anything positive that's happening in the community or, or the world, we try to highlight it as much as we can and get that out of there. And I know local news does. You watch TV and the local channels every day, they're going to have a story about somebody doing something really good for someone else, whether it's making masks or whatever. Lori, you highlighted on the on the public affairs program we have on our radio stations. Mm-hmm. But it gets drowned out by the the negative because people just love to argue for some reason yeah i i you know i'm going to sidetrack because now that you're talking about fits in the morning uh the cool thing about fits in the morning and all of you guys you um even if it's a new story that's a little bit unpleasant <laughs> you put you guys are so funny <laughs> i actually do have a clip you're actually talking about chainsaws <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I think I was going to play this because Life Coach Lori, Life Coach Leatherface. Leatherface. Leatherface <laughs> comes from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> and I heard the funniest conversation about chainsaws on Fitz in the Morning. Uh, and uh, I think it was yesterday's episode. Fitz had discovered that chainsaws were used during childbirth during the olden days. And no one on the show was sure that that was true. Right, Claire? Right. That's correct. <sighs> So you guys had Ryder, the youngin, do the research, and this is what he found. Have you found it? Oh, yeah, no, you're you're 100% right, but they were not anything like the chainsaws we know today. It was a small knife that had a little rotary chain that you would okay, do. Okay, that's enough. That's uh, enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I don't need any more. Ryder, Ryder. Oh. You guys asked. Ryder. Oh. I'm just giving you the info. Oh. It was used to cut the pelvic yeah. No, yeah, no okay. detail, please. Yep. yep. <laughs> Like so funny because he wouldn't stop. Oh. He would not stop. Oh my god, he was trying Ryder. to show me the picture too, and I'm like, nope. Oh, but what a sweet, nice soul that one. That Ryder the youngin. Yeah, he's the best. He is the the yeah. nicest, sweetest soul in the world. Yeah, yeah. He's like a puppy. You want to hug him yes. and you want to roll up a newspaper and smack him. Put him <laughs> on your lap. <laughs> Rub his nose and right. <laughs> rub his nose and what he did wrong, and then take him for a walk and play fetch. <laughs> oh, innocence. Oh, um, I want to hear about Lori's recent <laughs> adventure. Oh, my Me gosh. too. This is okay. Lori. So I've been single for a really long time. I ha- it's not like you know a lot of people say they're single, but they're living with someone or you know whatever. I've been single. I haven't even dated because after I had to escape a very very brief marriage to an alcoholic who nobody knew, then I was like, I'm not going to put my kids through anything. I'm going to stay single until my kids are older and graduate. Well, they did. They graduated a very long time ago. You know, you don't meet people like you used to. Everyone I worked with was way younger than me. Plus, you know, do you really want to date someone you work with? 
I have a girlfriend who's been dating online. She's even a little older than me. So she's telling me all about it. And she's like, you know, you got to be careful, but, you know, just ask a lot of questions. I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll give it a try. I'm not going to name the site, but I went on the site that she went on. And I mean, I don't know. You guys have probably never even seen the kind of questions they ask you. Like, I've seen them because I have a coworker who is single and, well, I, this is the, the man's side, but I'm watching it through his eyes and, um, and wow. That's all I have to say is wow. But yeah. yes, go ahead. It's insane. Okay. <laughs> so they go, do you have animals? Well, no, I don't, but I love animals. But did they give me a chance to say I love animals? No. So then I'm like, they're going to look and think I don't like animals because I don't have one. And so I'm second guessing, oh. overthinking, Anna, everything. And then it's like, <laughs> do you want to date? Do you want to just be friends? Do you, I'm like, well, I, I can't decide this. I don't know. You know, it's not like I want to get married tomorrow. Anyway, so I'm not like with the young people, I'm not hooking up. You know, that's just not my era. Finally, I got through it. It took me two days. I got through it. All I had left to do was post a picture. So I found a picture. I posted it. And I kid you not, the minute I hit OK, all of these pictures of men popped up. Now, I hadn't put a radius like miles, so it was probably everyone yeah. from the world. I'm not kidding you. The first picture was my ex-husband. What? Not my you kid's dad. kidding me. The scary one. The first picture was him, and I was just like, <gasps> because he stalked oh me. God. He stalked me for years, even after he remarried. I've been so careful to not let him know where I am or where I work, which is hard when you work in radio. I, I'm like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And I'm trying to exit, and I'm trying to—I took the picture off right away, and I'm trying to find where you hide it. So I'm Googling. It says, go here and find this and hide. No, no, it's not there anywhere. There is no hide I, I tried to delete it, and they're like, you cannot delete it until you've been on for 24 hours. In the meantime, oh, two guys yeah. said hi, and so I'm like, oh, I guess I better check it out. So I go to see, and they're all blurred, and it goes, yeah, you got to upgrade to see what they had to say to you. Yes. I'm like, oh wow, this okay. is my biggest wow. nightmare. Okay. So first <laughs> of all, I know you don't want to name the site, but there are some sites that specifically only allow the woman to reach out first. Which one? Is yeah. this one of those? No. Okay, you should. That, you might want to get on that. Which one is that? I don't that? know which one it is. Oh. I don't know. Ask Michaela. <laughs> <laughs> Ask one of the, the people who might more be using these apps than I do. I think it might be Bumble. Oh, but um, you know, it's is one of them. It's so stressful because you know, I think as women, I mean, we if we see a good-looking guy, but if we're with somebody and they're just really sweet, they don't have to be like you know, men like want a hot woman. You know, we're like, right. oh, but he's so sweet. You know, so he's got a little pudgy belly. That's okay. But when you have to look at pictures and decide, it's really hard. And it then some of them, hard. it's like really, really, you would put that picture up. I mean, they're like, they don't know how to take a selfie because they're older. We're older. And I'm looking up their nostrils going, yeah, no, uh-uh, mm-mm, not going to happen. So I emailed oh and I said, how do I hide this? And they say, oh, if you would like some help, respond to this email. I'm like, okay, so just tell me how to hide my profile. Then they respond back. Oh, yeah, we don't have that feature. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, is there a way, because your ex is on there, is there a way to pinpoint 
or, or to be able to block, block him. Okay, this one, block them, just this one individual. Yeah. Apparently, if they reach out to you and you are like, no more, I don't want to communicate anymore, then you can block them. I don't know if you can but just... even beforehand. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think you can randomly go through and block people. And they even say, if you see someone you know, please don't, you know, tell people, oh, I saw them on the site or whatever. And I'm like, I don't want to see people I know. I don't know if I want to do this. I don't know. Anyway, it was very traumatizing. <laughs> yeah, don't let that turn you off the whole system. That was just a really unlucky, bad coincidence. I mean, really, I what are the chances? Just, yeah, what are the chances of that happening? Wow. My girlfriend even oh. said, are you sure? I'm like, you are sure about these things. <laughs> there are some things you are very sure about, and that is one of them. <laughs> I do love the notion that the questionnaire wasn't thorough enough for you. <laughs> I love that you, you know, I don't have animals, but I like animals. Right. <laughs> Maybe you should design a dating website. Oh, there we go. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, do you have kids living at home? No. Would you date someone with kids living at home? I don't know. When people my age have kids living at home, I don't know. If they do, then that's not a good thing. <laughs> you have my 40-year-old's oh living at home with me. I mean. <laughs> are they living at home to save money or are they living at home because they're loser deadbeats? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's what you need, more information. Yes, it's so confusing, I tell you. Anyway. Oh my are you are you still on this site then? Well, I, I I it's 24 hours here in another hour, so I will delete it then. Okay, okay. but you're okay. going to try again somewhere else. Yeah, I will do that. I promise you, Claire. Okay. I will try another site. I'll I'll go ask the uh, warm Christmas elf in there decorating uh, what she does. If yes. she it, she's probably doesn't do that. I don't know. Ask her. And I should say I have no idea whether she's single or not, but she is of the age of someone who yes. would be using those apps. If right. Because, you know, this isn't something you want to tell your kids or ask your kids about. You know, they'd be like, oh, yeah. oh, mom, <laughs> ick. They, they don't want you to. Yeah. They don't want to know. Right. Yeah. They don't want to know. I don't want to know. No. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. He, here's the thing I'm concerned with, though, is that um, your ex, if he's on that one, I wonder... I mean, people aren't limit, limited to just one. <clears throat> right. But, no, but I think when but you pay a certain amount, you know, he, if he's on a lot, he's not going to pay for everyone. Right. And certain ones give, give her more control. And that's what she needs is, yeah. is more control. Yeah. 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 And then you have to make up a name and they're all like, Cuddlebug, Snugglebug, uh, what? Uh, Man Who Likes <laughs> what? to Fish. I mean, I'm like, oh. Are you is, serious? Oh, Yeah. Next time I sign on, I'm going to write down some of the names for you guys, what they call themselves. <laughs> why why yeah. do you have to have a creepy, creepy name? Hey. Well, you know, everywhere you have to have a username. So, you know, yeah. it's like, love to snuggle, 375, star. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I did not know this. See, I would reject everybody just based on the stupid name. I oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> for, First and foremost, if you don't have a shirt on, forget it. <laughs> really? I mean, hey, listen, men, it is okay to go on a dating site, wear a shirt. <laughs> Seriously, who wants to see that? Not Lori. <sighs> wow. And then, yet there's probably men that are looking at women going, oh, why do they have these stupid shirts on? <laughs> right? <laughs> why do they have to wear so many clothes? <laughs> why is she covering herself so much? Oh, sorry, men. We kid because we care. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it's time to do a little enlightening round. 
You have something there, Lori? Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Don't overthink everything. <laughs> you know, maybe you just answer the question, no, I don't have a dog, and just let it roll, you know? <laughs> And check and make sure your exes aren't on your... Uh, yeah, make sure all your same. exes are in Texas. <laughs> Not in your dating area. <laughs> oh, good one. Oh. Oh. Yeah. How about you, Claire? Oh, Claire, which say, project? <laughs> Claire, which project? I just want to say, you know, based on the news of, of my wife getting a job this week, don't give up. Do not give up. Um, stay stay as patient as you can and just keep a stiff upper lip as much as you can because eventually things are starting to open back up here and there and everywhere. And take two a leave. <laughs> and it's okay to take two a leave. Be sure to ice and elevation. I didn't make it up. It's really a thing. <laughs> Oh my and for me, less than a week until Election Day. So as long as you vote with your conscience, if you hadn't already voted, you're doing the right thing. Yep, there you Get go. That's right. Just do it. Just, Just do it. Do it. Just do it. Yeah. Oh. Let's leave Kanye out of the mix. Oh, <laughs> that guy. Wouldn't it be funny if he was president, though? Just kidding! No! <laughs> <laughs> Anything could happen. That's right. True. How about oh you, Anna? Gosh. Uh, well, that's pretty much it. Vote. Vote. <laughs> oh, okay. And don't don't vote for Kanye. <laughs> or Ice Cube. Just kidding. Um, so, Life Coach Leatherface. <laughs> Claire Wish Project. And Anna Delector. <laughs> Thank you for your crazy stories. And happy we Halloween. All... Yes, and happy Halloween and quarantine. Have a safe <laughs> one, too. Awesome. And have a scary day, everyone. Yes, this you is. Do. Thank you. And this is Listen and Learn or, or Not. not. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.